You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. There was a woman that was um, from, I would assume, from some, um, perhaps an out-of-town place, out of New York, The had been training with a certain rabbi from out of town, and it seemed like she was a very... Um, real, authentic Giyotis, and she wanted to become a Jew. But she has a phobia that she cannot put her head underwater. In fact, from her memory, she never she has a, she never remembers sticking her head under the water. So how is she going to go to the mikvah? You need a mikvah in order to be able to be Magaya her. So she's a wonderful person. She has all seemingly what's necessary to be a Jewish woman. She seems to have all the qualities to be a very good Jewish Shemeris mitzvos. So what are you going to do? So she told the rabbi that the way she'd be able to go to the mikvah is if she can go to a hypnotist. And with the hypnotist, if she gets hypnotized, she'll be able to go into the mikvah. Um, Rav Moshe said, if she agrees that she'll go to the hypnotist. So first, um, they meet with her, Sheila and everyone, while she's not under hypnosis. And she accepts all the mitzvahs. And she says, even though she hasn't yet gone to the mikvah, she says she will be going to the mikvah, even though then she's going to be sort of in a state of trance. But she tells them while she's in her real das state that she's going to go to the doctor who's going to hypnotize her so she'll be able to walk into the mikvah. So if the Bezdin knows about that, so that's good enough. They heard her say it. Now, I guess they also need, we talked about this uh, um, um, two weeks ago, they also, they, they would have to be there, but um, the fact that they heard her say that she's going to the hypnotist, uh, that would be good enough. And that's considered as if she was Tovel Mamish. Now, Rav Moshe, when he heard about this question, said, but you know, this is going to be a problem continuously. She's a woman who's still menstruating. She's going to have to go to the mikvah. What's going to happen there? Um... So, once again, Ramosha said that if she tells the Bezdin, you know, when they talk with her, not only is she going to go immediately or whenever it is to the hypnotist and then go to the mikvah tomorrow, but she tells the Bezdin when the Bezdin meets with them that she will do whatever it takes to get her body into the water every month through hypnosis so they could believe her. Um, so therefore, because they're good, they accept her that she, that she's a good, um, right, you know who's coming. She, they accept her that she's, that she's honest. And therefore, 
since anyway they, they accepted that she's going to go to the mikvah, so they should believe her. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so you could so therefore um, it's going to cost a lot of money. Rav Moshe says, uh, every time she's going to go to the hypnotist, right? Um, but if she, if you, if the Besden sees that she's serious, they don't have to start worrying. Oh, is she really going to go to the mikvah or not? Is she really going to go to a hypnotist? She says that 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 she means it seriously. Whatever it takes. Uh, that's not their issue anymore. However, if Misha says that uh, she should, as you said, Sheila, work on her own therapy in order to uh, in order to get better from this, because this is not a great thing to have. Um, now, as Rav Moshe says, Bezda needs to talk to her and see that she really wants to be a Jew. And it isn't just that she happens to be married to, uh, to, uh, to a Jew and she's doing it just for his sake. And then you can believe her, even though the situation, you know, it's going to be difficult for her to get into a mikvah. You don't have to assume, oh, let's not be Maguire her because who knows if she's really going to go to the hypnotist or not. And once again, you see Rav Moshe was, was, was Mako. Here's another Kula from Rav Moshe. We talk about a, a Ger and a Geiris. And um, they were both. Uh, the, Ger, uh, the, 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 the man had Geiris, the woman had Geiris, and they got married afterwards as Jews, after they became Geirim. What happened was, it was in some country, I don't know where, maybe in South America or someplace, and some rabbi did some research and discovered that the mikvah that they had used to become Geirat Tzedek was possible, that it was not a kosher mikvah. So now the question is, are they Geirim? So the so Rav Moshe called the Rav of wherever that was. I'm not sure. We don't know what city it is. I'm assuming it's somewhere far away, not in New York, maybe in South America. And um, and the rabbi said, "Yeah, it was a puzzle mikvah. It was Mayim Shuvim." So Rav Moshe first of all felt it was hard for him to believe that the mikvah was built and it's been puzzled this whole time. Because it must have been built under some Talmud Chacham. It must have been built under the Hashkocha of, of maybe it was the Rav before that Rav. But either way, Rav Moshe had a hard time believing that the mikvah had been puzzled for years. But again, that was the that was the Kshash. So, Rav Moshe said, okay, look, I have a heter. What's the heter? Here's a chiddush. Even if you want to say that that mikvah was puzzled at the time that the that the couple had had uh, converted, it was known that this woman was a real Orthodox geiris, and that she her, her friends and the people around knew that she was a woman who went to the mikvah. So the rabbi said, everyone knows this is a woman who goes to the mikvah. So therefore, if Moshe says, 
even though nobody saw her specifically, there weren't a Bezdin or two Adim there, that's like a dover you do with its Adis that she goes to the mikvah. It's like the community knows that, that that's the type of woman she is, and they know that she does go. So therefore, that's like Adis on Tevila, and the halacha is, Rav Moshe says, that even if she's machavin for for making herself tochar from Nida, that works for Geras as well. She didn't know that. She thought that her Geras was 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 a good Geras. And now, the next month or months later, we know she went to the mikvah to be tochar from her husband, for her husband, for Nida. That works for Geras. And then he said, he thinks even on the husband, he probably... After this time, he probably uh, went swimming. He probably went swimming in the ocean. He probably went to some river uh, with a loose bathing suit, whatever, even doesn't have to be so loose. Probably in those years. So you could probably assume the guy has also been Toville. And that should work, even though you want to say that the original Geras, the original mikvah was puzzle. That was Rav Moshe's thinking, to be Mako. But then he said, okay, look, perhaps you want to say it's still a suffake. So I'll tell you what, since it's, these svaris are not that strong, let him go again. Now, obviously the, 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 the man does not need any, have to have Hatafas Dambris anymore, because we know that was good. Uh, Kabbalah's mitzvahs you definitely don't need, even though you want to say the mikvah was puzzle. Why? Because they've been living as from Jews all this time. So since they've been living as from Jews all this time, even if you want to say that the Maisa Geirus was not a kosher Maisa Geirus because it, it felt in the Tefillah, because the mikvah was chaser, but they've been living as kosher Jews this time, that's considered Kabbalah's mitzvahs. Okay. Still, Rav Moshe says, since we're telling them to go to the mikvah anyway, let them say in front of the Bezdin, that they're Makabal Mitzvahs again. But Ramesha really didn't feel they needed to. No, it's really Ramesha was wondering, maybe you don't even have to go to the Mikvah. But he didn't want to be Mako completely, so he says, okay, go to the Mikvah, you know, okay. Now, what about them? What about the marriage that happened? Right? What about the marriage? L'chorah, if you want to say the Mikvah was possible, then L'chorah, they were not Jews. If they weren't Jews then what they did with that chuppah was not a kosher chuppah, right? It was two, two non-Jews getting married, if you say that the mikvah was possible. So, Rav Moshe said, all right, you know what? There's no, there's no iser in her giving, of him giving her kedushin again. I'll das that they're going to be married. Now, they don't, they definitely, he says, do not need more than, um, Kedushin. They do not need uh, to do Nisuin. They don't need to do Sheva Brachas. They don't really need a Chuppah. Why? So Rav Moshe had another Kula. Remember, Rav Moshe himself um, felt, really, it's probably the... First of all, he, it was hard for him to believe the mikvah was possible. And even if the mitzvah was possible, he felt that they already had a tefillah. And they, the Kabbalah's mitzvah was good. And um, and the Atofistam bris was good. 
So he's really, you know, pushed, you know, but, but, but since they did tell him that the mikvah has been puzzled for a while, he's, he's, he's trying to cover his bases. But he says, you don't need to do an asuin because we know that there's a way to have, when we do a chuppah, what does that mean? That's like a married state. That's Nesuin. We, we say all these brochas. The truth is, though, that a person can do Nesuin by just living with his wife, by just having sexual relations with her. That could also do Nesuin. And that could also create Nesuin even without any brochas. So probably... After they do this marriage together, which was he thinks is unnecessary anyway, but let's let them do it. Then the next time they sleep together, that'll be the Nisuin. Now, even though we hold that every Kala needs brachis, right? You need to have Kala, it shouldn't just be Nisuin. There should be brach, birchas nisuin, and there should be a celebration and a declaration and 10 people, like we learned from Rus. But he says that would be if we, if, if, if a woman was not really an Asua. But Rav Maisha had a hard time believing that she, that they weren't really completely fine. Because first of all, the whole thing is a suffix. And it, Rav Maisha felt that it, 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 it was there was no adis brura that the the, the mikvah was not kosher, and therefore if Meisha felt suffik brachas lahokel azay. Now, what about there's another halacha? The other halacha is havchana. The halacha is that we're supposed to wait um, when a woman gets married. Uh, we're supposed to wait uh, three months before um, the marriage actually occurs. So Lachora, right? If you want to say they weren't married and now they're getting married again, there's a din of waiting three months so we know who the real father is. That's a din of Havchana. Let's say a woman divorces a man. A man divorces a woman. So the mitzvah is to wait for three months so you'll know for sure who the father is. So the same thing is true, that we usually have a waiting period um, from what was before to now. So, (laughs) because if they were living together, they might not have been Jewish then. And now they're Jewish, maybe they should wait three months. Um, Rav Meisha said you don't have to because the whole idea of Avchana is in a, a usual case this, this, this is so low shchiach you don't need to wait three months at all um, you know, when it comes to Geiris, um we've had you know, like uh, couples come in Megayer who have been living together already been couples. living together and all that they require I think is a pregnancy test so Sheila, good, explain things. So in other words, the point is, is that we want to know that the baby is not from the previous relationship, but the baby is the baby from 
as a Jewish baby and not a baby who's going to need, uh, who's right, who's going to need Geras. Correct, Sheila? That's the reason. So it's similar. Yeah, because, but then if she's, if she, they want to know if she's pregnant or not, because they, let's say she is pregnant. When she Maguires, the baby Maguires. Right. Time. But then the question is, is the baby a gear? A gear. Exactly. Or, or is the baby a gear or is the baby... Can the baby marry a coin or not if it's a girl? Right. So so right now, so to eliminate that, they, they on the day of the gayrus, they require her to take a pregnancy test. So this way they'll know. So Rav Maisha said, so Rav Maisha, when he was talking about this couple, he discovered that uh, they had not had children, that they had been, you know, they weren't necessarily practicing birth control. They just weren't Zoha to have children, this couple. So since, and it's already been years since their Geiris and since their marriage. So therefore, Rav Moshe felt they don't have to wait. And I guess he didn't even consider the pregnancy tests in this case. And therefore, Rav Moshe allowed them, uh, they didn't have to wait at all. So um, I think this, I think you can see here uh, a lot of the type of kulas that Ramesha was famous for. This is takes the big shoulders of Ramesha uh, to be Mako in, in such a case here. You know, the his you know what was the mikvah, Tvila Lashem, um uh, even though it wasn't Lashem Gairus. Okay, um I mentioned in the email that we were going to do Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.